Cinderella. Cinderella lived with her kind and loving father. Her mother had died many years earlier, and so, as time passed, Cinderella's father became lonely and decided to remarry. Unfortunately, he chose a beautiful but cruel woman. Cinderella's stepmother had two daughters who were also very cruel but lacked her beauty. One daughter was tall and thin, and the other daughter was shorter and stocky. Her stepmother made Cinderella do many chores, such as sweeping the cinders from the fireplace each morning and every evening. Her stepmother and stepsisters began to call her Cinderella or Cinders because she was covered in soot and cinders. Her stepsisters did not have to do any chores. They could do whatever they wished all day long. But deep down, her stepmother and stepsisters were terribly jealous of Cinderella's beauty and kind nature. Everyone admired her long golden hair and sparkling blue eyes. Everyone praised her sweet nature. Everyone had a good word to say about Cinderella, except her stepmother and stepsisters. Who kept her busy with chores in the house from sunup to sundown, so no one could see how lovely she was. One day, a soldier from the king's castle came to the door. Knock, knock! They heard at the door. Cinderella, open the door! Her stepmother ordered. Cinderella opened the door to see the soldier standing there in a formal dress uniform, a large envelope edged in gold in his hand. The soldier handed the envelope to Cinderella. It was an invitation from the king himself. Give me that, her stepmother said, snatching the invitation from Cinderella. Then she read aloud, "The king and queen cordially invite you to an official palace ball to celebrate their only son, the prince. He seeks a wife and wishes to meet all the lovely young women of the kingdom." The stepsisters cried with delight and joy. Cinderella held on to her broom. We must dress you both in the very finest gowns and jewels and hair ribbons for the ball. Cinderella's stepmother declared excitedly to her daughters. But but what about me? Cinderella said quietly, almost like the squeak of a mouse. Am I to go to the ball too? The prince said he wished to meet all of the young women of the kingdom. The stepmother and stepsisters laughed at Cinderella. You, you go to the prince's ball? The stepmother asked her cruelly, filthy and covered with soot. You belong cleaning the house, not dancing in a ballroom with fine gentlemen. Leaning on the broom, Cinderella's eyes. Filled with tears at her stepmother's cruel words, sadly she watched as her stepmother and stepsisters began planning what fine gowns and jewels they would wear to the ball. Cinderella, finish sweeping the stairs in the kitchen, her stepmother ordered as she and Cinderella's stepsisters retired for the evening. All the next day, Cinderella ran around helping her stepmother and stepsisters prepare for the ball. She fetched their silk shoes, ironed their beautiful gowns, dressed their hair, and helped them put on their jewels. Out of spite, 
Her stepmother and stepsisters ordered her to and fro, belittling and criticizing her the entire time. When they finally departed for the ball in their fine carriage, Cinderella sat down by the fire hearth and cried and cried. A soft knock at the door startled Cinderella. Jumping to answer it, she beheld an older woman with silver hair dressed in a silver cape. "'I am your fairy godmother,' the woman announced with a smile. "'I am here to help you, so that you may attend the ball.' "'But it's impossible,' Cinderella cried. She was dirty from a long day of chores, and her dress was little more than a bunch of rags. Her fairy godmother waved a magic wand, and suddenly Cinderella was no longer dressed in rags. Instead, she was attired in a shimmering ball gown of violet. Her long golden hair was a mass of stylish curls, and she wore beautiful jewels that matched her sparkling blue eyes. Then Cinderella looked down at her feet. She wore glass slippers. But how will I get to the ball? Cinderella whispered. It all seemed like a dream. Her fairy godmother went outside and waved the magic wand over a pumpkin. Instantly, it turned into a fine coach. Several mice were magically turned into coachmen to drive it. One important thing, Cinderella, her fairy godmother warned. You must leave the ball by midnight. When the clock strikes twelve, your gown will once again become rags, and your coach will turn back into a pumpkin. Cinderella agreed, and thanking her fairy godmother, she went to the ball. Arriving at the castle, Cinderella's eyes widened. The prince's ball was like nothing she had ever seen. There were flowers everywhere, and an orchestra played the most marvelous music. And the dancing... Cinderella looked wistfully at the dance floor. Oh, how she wished for someone to dance with. Would you like to dance? A man's voice asked her. Cinderella turned and smiled to accept the offer. It was the prince himself. She was excited and nervous as every eye at the ball turned to watch this lovely couple. The prince and Cinderella danced all night dance after dance after dance. With each dance, the prince found himself falling more and more in love with Cinderella. He asked her one question after another, but she refused to answer. After all, he was a prince, and she was a simple girl who swept up cinders and ash. Then Cinderella heard the clock strike twelve, and she suddenly recalled her fairy godmother's warning. I must go, Cinderella cried. Wait, tell me your name, the prince begged. I'm sorry, I really must go, Cinderella answered. In her haste to slip away, she left behind one of the glass slippers. Fortunately, her coach was waiting, and she was able to quickly leave the ball. However, by the time she returned home, the beautiful ball gown had once again become her dress of rags, and the coach and coachman had once again turned into a pumpkin and mice. The next day, 
the news spread through the kingdom that the prince was in love and vowed to marry the woman who could wear the glass slipper that had been left behind. He planned to search every house in the kingdom until he found his intended bride. The stepsisters were very excited. Even though they had not worn glass slippers to the ball, they still hoped that their feet might fit so that they could marry the prince. A knock came at the door, and Cinderella's stepsisters and stepmother became very excited. The prince was here. Will you try on this glass slipper? The prince asked the stepsisters. Yes, I will, the eldest stepsister replied. Her feet were long and thin, and no matter how hard she tried, she couldn't get them to fit into the glass slipper. I'll try too, the younger stepsister said. Her feet were short and stubby. No matter how she strained and pushed, they simply wouldn't fit into the glass slipper either. The prince noticed Cinderella standing in the shadows. Excuse me, what about you? The stepmother and stepsisters laughed. Cinderella didn't even go to the ball, the stepmother said. She was here cleaning. Please try the glass slipper, Cinderella, the prince asked. Cinderella sat down and placed her foot into the glass slipper. It was a perfect fit. The prince gazed into Cinderella's sparkling blue eyes and realized he was looking at the woman he'd danced with all night. The prince and Cinderella had a grand wedding. The entire kingdom celebrated, and there was even a great ball. Cinderella forgave her stepmother and stepsisters, and everyone lived happily ever after.